4: Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
3: Hey! There he is. Hey, girl, I really want to be with you. Where you go downtown with a boy like me. Hey, girl, hey girl I really
2: want to be with
3: you. Because that's nah, my nah, type. Oh, nah. na-na-na-na. Hey, 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 hey na-na. Nah.
2: What's your name? <laughs> um, is that that song? Oh, na-na. Yeah. What's, <laughs> What's my name? The...
3: Really? Yeah. (laughs) That is classic Rihanna, man. That's
2: That's my name. She's so beautiful, huh? Oh my god.
3: Yes. Big Riri, Little Riri, it don't matter. I just love me some Riri. (laughs) Oh yeah, you
2: liked Riri. Um we both I remember had a DM moment when Riri um What's the right way to say it? Got she got got, thick? Got T H I C C
3: (laughs) When she went ahead and got thick with it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I was feeling it. And Donald was like, now you know what I've been saying.
3: <laughs> you know how I feel about thick women. hmm
2: hmm That's a nice color on you. What do you call that, salmon? I like to think of it as red, but just washed a little bit too much. Joelle, don't you call that salmon?
0: I do believe that is a salmon, Zach.
2: Yeah. It, salmon's <laughs> a nice color with your skin
3: tone. You know it's a really nice color with my skin tone? What? These nuts! Let's get into the show. What this hey, happened? You want to um you know, I, I texted wow. you if you want to go to dinner tonight with me. That would be fun. We just gotta I just gotta ask my daughter if she's down to You
2: don't ever ask this daughter to do anything <laughs> around the fucking house. She's what 20, is she 21 years old? Yeah. And they and she lives rent-free and she fucking leaves dishes in the sink. And y'all never say anything like, hey, can you watch the kids while we go to dinner? And I'm tired yeah. of it. It's not that we still feel like she has
3: to be asked.
2: No, she has to be told. Oh, no. That's her, that's her rent. That's her rent money. Shit. Like, Damn. <laughs> I Yo, just so you. much
3: has happened. So much has happened this week. Go on. Since we spoke, Joel went ahead and hooked up the Oculus. Yes. And mm. was playing it. And I got jealous. Yeah. Because I heard that there was a Star Wars game on Oculus that I just had to play. Right. So I went out and got me an Oculus Quest 2. Yes. And then I learned (laughs) that the game that I wanted to play on the Oculus Quest 2 doesn't come with the Oculus Quest 2. You need a PC.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. This is Mm -hmm. the most classic Donald story ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Donald Donald finds a hobby and then gets into it and then has to buy every single thing you could ever need for the hobby. You bought a flight chair, didn't you?
3: I did buy a flight chair. (laughs) Stop it! So stupid! Oh
0: my god!
3: Is it in the house? Not yet. It's not here. You yet. should so start doing the
2: podcast from the flight chair, please. that might,
3: oh that might be the maneuver. That might be the maneuver with the from the flight chair with the goggles on, playing the game. Mm. I, I really feel like we mm. should get a four link going. Get on this game. Pilot around a little bit. And do the podcast from the... But I'm saying, can't
2: we... We should do an episode of the podcast where we're all with our goggles on in a virtual room together talking. I think that would be fun.
0: Whoa. We can
2: do that. We can? Are there like hangout rooms, Daniel? Yes. And my... Big screen is great for this.
3: And my avatar can show up in this?
2: Yep. And I'll be able to touch him while I feel him? No, you won't feel me. You know. The haptics well, are okay. They're not. That that's great. the next step when dude, I can we, feel him. We
3: we could totally do virtual sex, dude. Oh you my and- God. Yeah, that's not.
2: That's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Um. I don't. What I think button. our women would be okay if we just grope each other in virtual space,
3: right? I think it's. I think. Totally. It's, I think it's not. I don't think it's cheating if I penetrate you in virtual know. space. Whoa, whoa,
2: Joelle, you're the expert on this. If Dwan, if Dwan, du- if Donald. <laughs> That must have been my dream last night. If Donald it's, virtually penetrates me, is it um is it cheating?
0: Is it cheating? Uh yeah. that de- depends on the boundaries you've set with your partner.
2: Mm,
5: okay. Uh you know, Ballad. I
0: feel like I could totally see some people being like, no, even virtually, I don't want you having relationships. I feel other people would be like, thank God. No, 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 no. no. We, didn't like... say rela- we didn't say relationship.
3: we didn't say relationship. <laughs> And yeah, no, That's no, no, too no, no. far.
0: If you penetrate someone, you're in. You have some form of relationship. Maybe you guys are not boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. girlfriend we are having you we, we are having relationships. We, we might don't be having
3: have, um, relations, but there ain't no they shit have going um? In, there.
2: <laughs> in all seriousness, don't they have like virtual? Uh, not virtual, but 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 things that connect to your computer that simulate the female anatomy. Oh, I don't know. I think uh, they do.
0: Toys with apps that allow no, you to do that. I those think wings. there are
2: things you guys that contract and and this simulate the female anatomy and then you go in the app and in the virtual world and you're f- and and you and you and you feel it
0: It does not surprise if me. me. if that's this, this doesn't right
2: exist there. if but
0: this everyone, it, is, is if that appropriate to give
2: to you guys as a present I'm about to say if this <laughs> does, does
3: <laughs> exist Christmas is coming <laughs> Oh no by the it way, does exist. By the way, oh knowing boy.
2: Donald because he's outfitting a whole room with virtual gear, uh, this is probably already in the mail. But if it's not, I'm going to buy it for you today as your Christmas present.
3: This would make my Christmas. It would make my wife's Christmas, too. She'd yeah, be like, because Thank she'd be like God. Going, Yeah, because
2: she'd like go. Yeah, see, Casey would be like, listen. Leave me the fuck alone. Go bang a virtual girl. Right. Go right (laughs) or Zach. All of a sudden, Donald, Donald's sliding into my DMs, like, yo, yo, you want to meet up in virtual world? Wow. Oh my god. I'm like, chill, bro. Broke back virtual. Broke back virtual. Oh my god. Do your avatars look like
3: you in the virtual sex world?
0: Yeah, we get up, we get
2: up in the virtual world world in like (laughs) a tent. We're in a tent and we're fucking we have cattle to deal with and shit. Right, right.
3: and fire we go virtual hunting together <laughs> and, then, and then we virtual fuck and then i'm like why can't i quit you
2: yeah oh my god by the way if you're a game producer out there looking for content i think virtual program is a good fucking game <laughs> especially if they have this fake um majiggy which i'm gonna right. look up somebody should be googling that well please <laughs> Um, guys, welcome to the computer? program. I... Spare. Her. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Joelle's afraid to Google it because she doesn't want that shit coming up on her. <laughs> oh, do I you ever me? Google? Do you ever Google something embarrassing and then you're on all those other pages and the ad starts coming up on other pages? It's horrible. No, but yes. I was.
3: Once, <laughs> I've never done that, but I was once on Pornhub like the night before, and I didn't, you know, cancel out on the Pornhub thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, "Yo." Uh, such and such did such and such. I was like, hell no, man, that didn't happen. Watch, let me Google it. Yeah. And I opened up my phone and it was yep. on Pornhub.
2: And some dirty shit.
3: And some dirty shit. And yeah, I was man. like, and I looked at the person, and the person looked at me. And then it, there was like that understanding like, oh, you Pornhub too.
5: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know
3: right? <laughs> you want to see, some, you, listen, now this conversation might not make it. You ever want to see somebody see if people watch porn in a when the world opens back up and we are in a crowded space again, all you have to do is this, Brazzers. <laughs> somebody looks up. I guarantee you, somebody <laughs> will look up. Like what? And then you guys will have a uh, moment of laughing.
2: I'm, I'm guessing that's the the brand of porn you like the most, Donald.
3: No, but that's the easy. Like, look, there's this whole. There were these whole challenges that were up on Instagram where you know young kids had uh, drum sets. And they would do this drum beat that comes with Pornhub. You know what Pornhub's off? And it does the beat, whatever the beat is. Kids were doing that in front of their dads. Like, yo, dad, check out this beat I learned. And they did the beat. And then the dad's reaction would be like. (laughs) (laughs) And And then the dad and the son would have the moment like. Oh shit, you, you Oh no. You,
2: you did that. <laughs> I never saw that. By the way, welcome everybody to the program. Um we're very excited to have you. We have Tara Reed on today, don't we guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we bring her in? Yes. Let's do when it. She gets here. Oh, she's not here yet. Oh, she's no. not here yet. Oh, she's oh. fashionably late. Mm. You know, a lot of um star types can be fashionably late, Donald. Maybe they Tara like, Reed is fashionably late. They like to be a little late. They like to make us wait. She looks great in this episode, by the way. She looks so beautiful, and I—I um, I had this episode has a lot of funny stuff in it, a lot of classics,
3: a lot of classics in this episode. So do, you want
2: to, um, do you want to? Do you want to? While we wait for Tara, do you want to get into
3: your uh, to your recap? Yeah, but before we do that, let's get into the five six seven eight some
2: stories about a show we made about a bunch of doctors and nurses and a. Kid. Let's, uh, let's see. I'm going to put my timer on. You ready? Yep.
3: On your marks, get set, go. Dr. Cox is feeling his new position at work and he knows if he gets JD and him on the same page, the rest of the team will fall in line. JD's still so in love with Elliot and can't recognize the hot new girl in the hospital played by Tara Reed, who has a bit of a crush on him. Carla's brother Marco played by Freddie Rodriguez is in town Carla's so happy, but her brother and Turk don't get along. Turk learns Marco has a secret and can't wait for Carla to find out. We're all caught off guard when something unexpected happens. Most people fear the unexpected because it can throw a monkey wrench in your shit and turn your world upside down. I feel like we're most powerful when we embrace the unexpected. Although it can be scary, it's usually the beginning of a new adventure.
2: a une- hey, Well said. The unexpected is scary, Donald. It's one of the most scariest things that uh... we, we get we get into comfort zones and we like the way we feel in our comfort zone. And then no matter what it is, whether it's a new relationship or a new job or a baby or anything, it's it, it puts us in an uncomfortable place and we don't like it and we wanna crawl back into our proverbial fetal position.
3: Yeah, but you you're more powerful when you can roll with the unexpected a change happens and you got the and you have the ability to adapt and and you run towards
2: it you get you 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 manifest excitement about it
3: right that makes you way more powerful than being afraid of you know the inevitable yes which is
2: something new is gonna happen i think elliot is so friggin' insensitive in this episode she is she is teasing him left and right she is not empathetic at all
3: at all I truly don't think she knows how he feels anymore. Come on, buddy. She knows. She's cuddling
2: up to him. She's, she, I don't know. It just made me, it made me mad at her. I was like, I felt bad for JD because he's so, has feelings for her. And she's so oblivious. But I don't think she's, I don't know. I just, what, what woman would be that oblivious? She's, she's just like, Cuddling up to him and licking his face and there's no other room in another bed. Let me spoon you. Oh, it's Sean. Oh, can I cut you out of a picture for Sean? Like, I don't know. I just thought she was she was insensitive.
3: Yeah, but she might have been insensitive, but that scene with Rob on the mat on the top
2: bar. Oh God, it's one of the greatest scenes. (laughs) Oh God. I've I've often said that's one of (laughs) my is she here, Daniel? Yes. All right, let's invite the Tara Reed in. Here she comes. Oh my god. Oh, my God. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Reid! Tara, Tara. Reid!
3: Hi. Hello, Tara. Hi.
6: How
2: are you? Hi.
3: What's
6: Welcome. up, woo Hi. Hi, Donna.
3: Hi, girl. How you doing? For the audience, a lot of you don't know this, but Tara Reid and I went to high school together, and we were oh, high school buddies. Oh, at the performing arts school. No, it wasn't the performing arts school. It was the professional children's school. It's a big deal. Right. <laughs> There's a difference between the performing arts school, which hmm. is the fame school. Right. You guys bring...
2: didn't dance on cabs. No, we did not. We had-
6: it, yeah, But he used to sing and, and uh, do hip hop on the church stairs right next yeah,
2: to- I... Tara, we're so happy you're here. We are uh, very excited because I didn't realize how many episodes you did. You did a whole bunch of episodes. and I
6: swear, we, Zach, we almost wore the same outfit. I was going to wear my Black Adidas jumpsuit.
2: <laughs> oh, really? That would have been even yeah. doper. Yeah. Um, but Tara, you did a bunch of episodes, and I think it's because you were so fu- – I mean, that's a good sign because when you do that many episodes, it means Bill obviously thought you were hilarious and kept having more and more for you to do. But um, but this was your first this was your first one and so I'm I'm so glad you're here to to come on and I'm so glad you said yes.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love you guys. And when I found out it was you and uh, Donald's uh, nickname, by the way, is Shun. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know. know that. Yeah, he we it. talked about that.
2: Yeah. Tara, what was Donald like in high school? Because I didn't know that you guys went to school together, and I just I just can't I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine. But tell us.
6: Donald was, uh, we had so much fun in high school. He actually was one of the only people that went to
3: my house in New Jersey. I yeah. was one of the only people that went to your house in New Jersey. and I remember How did that, that come about? Wait, how did that come about? Uh... So I had already been at the school for like a year or two. I think it might have been my sophomore, or my junior year. Tara was a freshman and she came in. And I remember the first day Tara came in and she dressed like she was from Jersey. You know what I mean? Like she had mid- a feel from
2: Jersey dress. What the hell does that mean? As a fellow no, Jersey. I had curly, she primed hair. Oh. Her hair was, was so high. Cheesy. Yeah.
3: She had the biggest hair you've ever seen in your life. Yeah <laughs> we're all in, oh,
2: okay. That, we're all in, that kind of jersey.
3: We're all in, we're all from Manhattan. I was just like, who is that girl right there? <laughs> and so Tara Tara and I actually we hung out the I think she stayed at the school. You stayed at the school for a year.
6: Yeah, um, I
3: think was it a year or two years? A year or two. But we yeah. hung out for the whole time that she was there and then she moved to Los Angeles. And I remember hanging out with like uh I think Kev Jordan and my friend Brad Kane. These are guys that all are were in the industry or are in the industry right now. We went and saw the big Lebowski, not knowing that Tara was in it. Oh my and god. I, she showed up on screen and I was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Holy shit. Tara made it. You know what I mean? He was the first person out of all of us. Like none of us were really working at the time. Like myself, Dash Mihok, Tara. Do you remember Tara, was that?
2: Sorry to pause, Donald. Tara, was Big Lebowski your big break? Was that your first big part? Um, For sure. I
6: mean, my first movie was uh, based on a Stephen King movie. Um. And I was seven years old in that one. But then I did some TV stuff. But the right. first real break was The Big Lebowski. And that's what broke me out to get everything else. But The Big yep. Lebowski, the addition for that, I remember the final edition. And I see, I'm sitting in the waiting room, and I see Charlize Theron come in. And I see Liv Tyler come in. And I'm like, there's no way I'm getting this part. There's <laughs> like, oh not even a chance. And then all of a sudden, like three days later, they're like, you got the part. And I was like, are you kidding me?
5: And oh, so my that's God. Yeah. It's
2: such an iconic part. I mean, th- that, is, that is so many people I know's favorite movie. And, like, I mean, it's just such what a cool film to have been a part of and, and to have been such, a, like, an important character in the movie.
6: Yeah, I mean, definitely when we were shooting it, you knew it was special because all the actors that were in it. And, uh, you know, it was just great. But no one knew it was going to be such a cult film. You
3: know, yeah, it, it really yeah.
6: became a cult. Cool I they know. To... There was Bro, a... You've
3: been you've been in a bunch of cult classics now. <laughs> no. Right. You know, your your cult classic status is like on another level. You've been in I so know. many movies that people are like, yo, you've seen this? And and, and people will be like, no, I haven't seen it. They'll be like, yo, you've got to see this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: American Pie was, of course, one cult of them. Cult classic. Cult uh, classic.
3: Uh, freaking uh, Big Lebowski. Cult yeah. classic. Pussy, Pussy and the Pussy yeah, cat. Josie the Pussycat. Cult classic.
6: And you were in
3: it. You were in it. I am in that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Deborah Kaplan and, and Harry Alphont directed Can't Hardly Wait, and they also directed Josie and the Pussycats. Right. And I was in both of those. And yes. Small roles, cameo roles, but Tara was in that cult classic. And then she did another movie called Sharknado, which yeah. went on to be one of the biggest <laughs> cult classics in the history of cult classics. God, Tara,
2: people love these movies. You guys have made so many of them, huh?
6: Yeah, I mean, when we first got the movie, it was called Dark Skies. And we're like, okay, we can deal with that. Because we knew it was so cheesy. And I thought, okay, well, I'll just take the money and run on this one. No one's ever going to see it. Right. That's what I thought. Then, like, the second day of shooting, all of a sudden they say, oh, uh, Tara, we're naming the movie to Sharknado. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. It's going to ruin everything for me. It's <laughs> the so worst thing ever. on the phone with my agent. Comes, they can't change the name to Sharknado. It's going to be the no worse I was, like, crying. And then... All of a sudden, I'm in Mexico on vacation and never, I didn't even know we did no press for it. I didn't even know it was coming out. And my phone keeps ringing and ringing and ringing. And they're calling me and they're going, you won't believe what happened. I'm like, what happened? I think something happened to my family. Because everyone's calling. And then they're like, Sharknado is number one. It's trending completely. We're getting getting a million tweets per minute. I was like, you're joking me. And then then I get on the airplane to come home, and the the stewardess comes up to me. He's like, I love your movie. So, of course, I think, you know, American Pie. And then he goes, Sharknado. And I was like, are you
5: joking me? This is crazy. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's so funny, people love it. I think people just love um, camp and, and horror. I mean, it has everything it's like it's so many things that people love all combined into one thing. But
3: this this totally goes with our thing. We were talking about the unexpected today and how the unexpected uh, can be very fearful. But I feel like you're a, you're a hero and you have more power when you embrace the unexpected and you charge towards it, as Zach said earlier, mm-hmm. and you know, Sharknado is one of those moments where you're like, I'm just going to take the money and run. And then unexpectedly you picked something that turned out to be one of the biggest hits of the year yeah. uh, of the decade. You know what I mean? And so, so do they and, just
2: keep getting more and more outrageous, uh, Tara? Because I've only seen Shark. Dude, I one, saw one. But-
3: I saw one. He rides a fucking shark <laughs> then, her, with a with a with a with a uh, chainsaw in his hand, and he rides it like it's a bucking bronco. <laughs> and he's slicing sharks as he's falling to the ground from like a giant skyscraper. He rides oh a God. shark down and then lands on the ground afterwards. Iron Zering.
2: God. You, guys, then, you guys must be laughing so hard. When oh, making- it was
6: amazing because then I became like I was human in the beginning, but then I became the I was missing and they couldn't find me because I lost my arms and all this stuff. And then I become like the bionic woman. So all of me is like fake. I'm like a robot. You know, <laughs> I mean, and so I could fly. I could do all these crazy things that you would never imagine. You and I could run faster than speeding light. I mean, it's just. It's outrageous. And then I kill these sharks. And then when Ian asked me to marry marry him, I'm like, on the Eiffel Tower, we really shot this, knew you would love this. There's one scene in the movie where we're in New York City, which was the coolest thing to shoot in New York City. And uh, there's this fire truck. And so Ian gets on this fire truck with his saw. He's like, we're in New York City. Let's go. People, we love it. Da, 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 you know. And then the regular people that were coming by, n- not extras or anything, they're like, yeah, New York, <laughs> we stick together. Like, it was the craziest <laughs> thing you've ever seen.
3: I believe it. I believe. Yo, I remember three things in my life that are very important in my life, and you're part of two of them.
2: Right, before you go into Ah. this, because this is going to be juicy, that's a tease for the audience. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the Tararee. Takovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time, honored traditions, and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service.
3: These boots are Austin designed Texas Tested Tekovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tekovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And point your toes west.
2: As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovas
4: It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend.
3: A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority.
2: Therapy personally for me has helped me a lot. Focus on my goals and you've heard me talk on the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and, and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights.
3: If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try.
2: It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule.
3: Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make
2: time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash real friends.
1: If you want to relive the fields on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you.
0: But what are you waiting for? Let's go.
1: Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March
5: fifteenth.
3: And we're back. (laughs) And we're back. Two things in my life. Two things in my life that are really big moments in my life, and important moments in my life. And Tara's a part of them. My first time ever falling asleep on set was on the Clueless set. Right? Mm -hmm. Fell asleep, and we were doing the party scene. The TV show or the movie? The movie. Mm-hmm. And to fall asleep on a set, you got to be really brave. But well, baby, I wasn't in Clueless. I know you weren't in Clueless, but you showed up at the party scene. Oh, uh, yes, yes, out. yes, you yes. Yes,
6: yes, yes. You remember? Yes. You yeah, showed up at, at a House the, the in the Valley. Yeah.
3: Right, so I'm sleeping on a freaking, like, a chair, and we're shooting the movie, and somebody's like, "Show, wake up. And I open my eyes, and Tara's standing in front of me, standing over <laughs> me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, hey. And I was like, holy shit, right? And and it was a big moment for me because it takes, it. you gotta have trust to fall asleep on a set, first of all, because people will fuck with you, one. <laughs> Two, it was a big moment because it was it was my big break and it was a huge movie. And I knew at this point, I, I I didn't know it was gonna be huge, but I knew that I was in Los Angeles and I made it. And my one friend that had made it in Los Angeles is waking me up on set. And I was like, holy shit, this is serendipitous. This is, this has to be, this, is ha- this has to be, uh, this has to be fate. She's gonna give me
2: some. She's gonna give me some of that big Lombowski juice. Right, some of that
3: juice. Some of that. Some of that. Some of that. Some of that.
6: Can I tell him? Can I tell him uh, the story about being in your apartment when we the the gun shooting?
3: (laughs) Oh God! Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Go Go ahead.
6: So I go over to meet like Donald, and we go to his house, and it's just me and him. are hanging out.
3: No, it's more than just me and you. It's me, you, and some of the cast from the Mickey Mouse Club. Like, I don't know how it turned out to be this. We were hanging out with like Chase Hampton and Damon from the Mickey Mouse Club. And it was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those two and a couple of other people and we were at my house in Hollywood. I had just moved it to Los like Angeles. It was like
6: all famous actors at the time. Right. <laughs>
3: I just moved to Los Angeles.
2: Right. Let her tell the story. Don't hijack it. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Tara.
6: So we go to his house and we're hanging out and we're all having fun. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, bop, 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 in front of his house. And... And Donna's like, duck! We're all, like, we're all laying on the ground. Like, like, it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. And all of a sudden, he knew what to do. He's like, duck, lay on the ground! And then all of a sudden, after the shots, he's crawling, like, towards the window to peek through. Because we didn't know. It was right in front of his building. So we're peeking through if they're gone or not, you know, and, and we, after that, we laid on the floor and all of us laughed so hard because we couldn't believe what just happened. It was I so were, crazy. And they you were
2: still alive. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. All right. She, she, you left a couple of parts out, Tara. So we're hanging out and somebody goes, yo, this is a really dangerous neighborhood. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This is not a dangerous neighborhood. I'm from a dangerous neighborhood. This isn't a dangerous neighborhood. I'm from hell's kitchen. I'm from, right. I'm from hell's kitchen. Blah, blah everybody get down. So we get on the ground and now I'm on the ground (laughs) and I'm looking at Tara and Tara's bawling, crying. And I'm like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. I brought Tara. I broke, I broke Tara. I brought Tara over to my house. She's probably got shot or some shit like that. She's going to die. Everything calms down. We all get up and we're looking around and I'm like, yo, that was the funniest shit ever. I just said, that this wasn't a scary neighborhood, that this was Hell's Kitchen. And out of nowhere, and then right as I said, out of nowhere, once again, retaliation comes. Oh, really? There was more.
6: Oh, it was crazy. So we
3: jumped to the ground again, right? And now I'm laughing. I'm laughing so hard. (laughs) And we all are. (laughs) Right, I'm stoned out of my mind. And I'm freaking laughing at gunshots outside my window, dude. My God. Uh, Yeah, laughing so hard. This, this, the story. Doesn't have uh, a climactic ending other than well, the fact that we survived. It, it uh, does. A the,
2: the, yeah, the <laughs> climactic ending is that you survived a drive-by and you didn't get Tara Reed killed.
3: Right, and I didn't. <laughs> thank God, I didn't get Tara Reed killed. Wasn't there a
2: story you told me once, Donald, where you um, you went over Tara's house and had
3: uh, moonshine for the yeah, first moonshine? time of my life? Did, yes, what's moonshine. that story? So we were in high school, and it was Tara's. Tara was sixteen. It was her sweet sixteen, and I guess I was a senior. And she's like, yo, come to my house in Jersey. I'm throwing a party. And all my friends from Jersey are gonna be there. And like I said, Tara and I were close in high school. So there was like me, her, and then and your cousin. My, well, it wasn't okay. my oh. It was Jamal. It was Jamal. It wasn't Terrence yeah. Howard, it was Jamal. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, and my buddy Jamal and one other person, we go over to Tara's house. And so we get there and Tara's like, dude, you're not gonna believe this, but I got a keg. And I was like, hmm. you got a fucking keg? <laughs> she was like, I got a keg.
2: I was like, all right, cool. Feels like a, it's just like the classic Jersey. I grew up in Jersey too. Obviously, it's like it's like remember in Teen Wolf when he goes through all the trouble to get the keg? I get the keg, and then keg, he put,
3: and and then he keg put, stands. And then he, <laughs> yeah, and
2: then he puts it in the room, and there's all those kegs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, keg stands. So the whole. Thing. I get
3: there. I get there, and I'm like, holy shit, she got a keg, right? And she's, and so she taps the keg, and we're all drinking it. Right, we're all drinking, and. She goes, yo, you want to try something different? And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, God, this is where it all goes bad. She goes, you want to try to drink something different? And I was like, yeah, sure. She goes, come with me. She takes me in the kitchen. And in the kitchen, there's this big vat. And she's like, it's moonshine. And I was <laughs> like, what? She's like, it's moonshine. My dad made this. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And she was like, yeah. And so I look at him. it's like clear <laughs> with like celery it looked like floating like, mm, <laughs> mm. I was like, huh. OK, I'll try it. And I try it. And I sip it, and I'm going to tell you something right now. After I (laughs) sipped it, I don't remember much of what happened (laughs) the rest of the time. I remember Tara showing us. I remember you doing your high school cheerleading stuff in front of all of us to show us that. I remember that. I remember falling asleep on the floor uh, and waking up the next morning and taking the bus or the train, one of those things, back to Manhattan. It was my first time and and my only time ever trying. Moonshine. First and only time trying yeah, moonshine. Yeah,
6: yeah, 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 yeah. It scared
3: him too much. <laughs> it, it got me. It got all I know is I don't remember much. I just remember falling asleep on the floor. It's like those things. It's like when you watch movies and it's like you know it uh, shows you moments in a person's life. As they're watching it flash before their eyes, and it blacks out, and then it comes back, and it's something different, and then it blacks out, and then it comes back, and it's something different. I have yeah. two memories. One of them is Tara Reed doing, going like rah rah bish boom, rah. <laughs> 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 and then the other, one, and then the other one is is passing out on the floor, looking over and seeing everybody on the floor knocked out, and then just passing out.
2: Yeah, this is called a a young teenage boy tries moonshine for the right. first time. <laughs>
3: Great night. It was what it was, it's, it was it's a one of my great most night. one of my most memorable moments. Tara Reed has a few of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we used to hang out with Tara in in when I started my career going and was going out with you Don, we'd run into her out and about in, in uh in Hollywood and...
3: Dude, we spent a week together in Saint Bart's, dude. What are you yeah. talking
2: about? Yeah, that's I, right. That's yeah. right. We had adventures in Saint Bart's. We,
3: we Tara <laughs> like, tara has been a part of a part of this a part of this click for a minute.
2: Yeah, I remember. She's I the re- first guest, by the way. Tara, you're the very first guest who's ever come on and called him Shun. So that's how that's how far mm-hmm. back uh, you guys go. <laughs>
6: Wait, how about when I saw you, Zach, in Israel, and you happen to be sitting next to me?
2: Remember in Tel Aviv? Remind me the story. No, remind me.
6: So we're in Tel Aviv in Israel at this club, and I'm sitting at this table with a bunch of the soccer players there. And my boyfriend at the time was an infected mushroom, the singer. And um, so I'm there. And you sat at the table next to me. And all of a sudden, you look at me and you go, Tara?
5: <laughs> and I go, is that?
6: <laughs> And we were like, he's like, what are you doing here? And then I say to him, I'm like, what are you doing here? And it was the most random, like, out so of anywhere random. to run into. Him. I remember thinking, like, well,
2: I, remember, I probably was thinking, like, Tara's so connected. I go to one club in Tel Aviv, and here she is at the party right next to me. <laughs>
3: Dude, that's Tara. how it was in St. Bart's. When we went to St. Bart's, we yeah. were like, holy shit, Tara. <laughs> Tara,
2: Tara, <laughs> Tara, you I have a memory. You told me this story um, where you, I don't know if it's true or not. It must be true. But um, <laughs> you told me that you were once driving down the uh, the 10 freeway and um, you were driving in a Porsche and you get pulled over and the cops recognizes you and he's like, um, you ever, you know how fast you were going? You're like, Oh, sorry if I was going a little fast. And he goes, Do you ever get this car, uh, car like this going really, really fast? And you're, and you're like, No. And he's like, Follow me. And he threw on the lights and told you to follow him.
6: That is absolutely a true
2: story.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely true.
2: That would, was only, so cool. that would only happen to you.
6: <laughs> and we went so fast. It was great. He was going in and out of lanes. I was just going right with him. And it wound up going because I was picking someone up from the airport. So he took me all the way to the airport. (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. That That never happens to us,
3: Donald. No, no. I don't get that treatment. (laughs) You got to be tari to
2: get that treatment.
3: You got to be tari. All right. Should we get
2: into the episode, guys? Let's talk about this uh, episode, right? Let's get into it. So – this episode starts with a joke that so many people love from scrubs the silverware in the pancake drawer bit. Yeah,
3: why is there pancakes in the silverware drawer why, mean, why is there why is there silverware, silverware in the, the pancake, pancake drawer, drawer. <laughs> 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 and it's then
2: you're
5: so, like
6: you're like I always love when uh, the cousin comes because she cleans the house all the time
2: <laughs>
3: when, when, right when her brother comes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: that was a, such a stupid joke about the pancake drawer and then people loved it like it's one of it's something people quote to us all the time.
3: Yeah, and they quote it wrong too. Some people are like, "Why is there cutler- Why is there pancake in the cutlery drawer?" Well, that might be a,
2: <laughs> that might be the translation on the subtitles or something.
3: <laughs> That's that is that doesn't make the joke funny when it's the <laughs> now. Freddie Rodriguez
2: uh, plays Carlos' brother,
3: Carlos' yeah. brother Marco. Now and he did he did a bunch of
2: episodes too. This this episode introduces two guest stars, Tara and Freddie, that ended up
3: doing a whole bunch of episodes. Yeah, Danny and Marco, both, wow, yeah, a lot of episodes. Uh, I've noticed this trend, but I'm sure people who are watching with us and listening to the podcast, what's up with all of the boy names for girls? There's Brandy. Danny, right. well, there's Danny, there's Jordan, I'm Danny. There's <laughs> right. Elliot. Right. You know uh, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what was, what was. Uh, Maybe Bill. I well, have Carla has I- the
6: only, uh, the only girl name.
2: I happen to like um, girl, uh, boy names on girls. I think it's cute. So I like well, Bill, it too. Maybe Bill has that, too. Like,
3: like Well, my Joey, daughter's name like, is Wilder. My daughter's name is Wilder. That's a boy's name. So Is
2: it a boy's Did name?
6: Did you name her after Van Wilder?
3: <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, right, tell them the story another, about-
6: <laughs> That's another
3: movie. Ryan Reynolds, Tara <laughs> Reid, Van Wilder. Right. Old classic. By the
2: way, tell them how you named your daughter and uh, out of a misunderstanding.
3: For those of you who haven't seen Kick-Ass 2- Now's your chance to go see it. Zach Braff and the rest of America and hmm. the rest of the world. I've never you know, seen
2: Kick-Ass 1 or 2.
3: <laughs> if you get the chance, you should check them out. Okay. You might laugh a little. You might laugh a little. They're funny. They're, they're gory superhero movies that you might like. Anyway, my point is.
2: The guy who's the star. The whose star name of is... the movie
3: is Aaron Taylor Johnson. And he's Aaron Taylor to, Johnson. He's married to Sammy Sam Taylor Johnson. And they have kids together. And one of their kids' name is Wilder. And I was like. I love that name. I'm getting married and if I ever have another kid, I'm going to name that kid. Boy or girl, Wilder. And I'm thinking they're saying Wilder because they both have British accents and stuff. Oh yeah, Wilder, Wilder. The baby's (laughs) born, we name her Wilder. I'm like, I've run into them out at like a, a Oscar party, and I'm like, yo, dude, we did it. I named my daughter Wilder after your daughter. And They're like you named him. her what now? He goes, what? <laughs> I go, I named her Wilder. He goes, no, 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 no. My kid's name is Wilder. Wilder.
2: Like, how do you spell Wilder. How do you spell his kid's name? Wilder. Like Y-L-D-A.
3: I think it's something like W W Yeah D-A. Something like that. What? W-Y-L-D-A. Something like that. But you thought it was W-I-L-D-A. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I love how you're like, I did it. I finally,
3: I really did it. I named it after your kid. But I ran up on him like, I told you I'd do it, man. I love that little girl. And he's like, No, you got the name wrong. And I was like, (laughs) You know what? And so I named my kid Wilder Francis Faison. And Wilder is short for wild animal, right? Francis means free. So we named our daughter Wild and Free, pretty much. That's so cool. And she is Wild and Free. And she is Wild and Free. She's the one that called me a stupid-ass motherfucker. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's a little too free.
2: (laughs) Um, Another one of – I have said many times, maybe a a couple times on this podcast, one of the funniest times I ever laughed was Rob Maschio, High Five Todd, saying – Sometimes when I'm banging this mattress, I'm thinking about banging that one. I always tell yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> myself.
6: And you're cuddling down, and you're like all excited, and she's like, "I just need space to sleep." And you're like dying. You're like, "I just want to be."
5: I know, you. and it's. You know, I was
2: saying Tara before you got on that she's so insensitive. Like she, she's the character is clearly not reading that I'm obsessed with her and still so in love. And she's like such a tease to me. She's like, "Oh, come on, cuddle up with me. I need someone to sleep with." Oh, wait, it's my boyfriend here. Do you want to say hi? Like, he's she's so oblivious. But or one she's of the best mean.
6: one of the best scenes is she's like, "Do you still have those pictures like from when we were together?" And you're in your head. You're like, "From A to Z, I do." She's like, "You know that one where um, I looked really hot and you <laughs> looked whatever, <laughs> and you go." uh right, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden
2: she's like can i cut yeah. you out <laughs>
6: and
3: you're like that's so um, fucked up yeah start yep yeah, but what so is t- you-
2: so tar- so sorry, do you guys think that this is the question i'm asking this and everyone i'm sure every, i agree with every, you every, agree everyone with you listening already. i everyone agree with you
3: already i agree with you already
2: everyone listening out there you've probably been in a situation where you still had feelings for an ex and you're now you're trying to act normal trying to act cool trying to hold it together trying to act like you don't have feelings. And don't you think in this situation, you guys, that Elliot must know that JD is still harboring feelings and she's being fucking mean
3: and insensitive and rude. And <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's nothing like, I'm going to say this and, I, and, and I'm not a woman, so I can't, I'm going to let Joelle and Tara answer no, the question ahead. after I say this. Yeah. But I will say, I will say, there's nothing like knowing someone has feelings for you And you can hide behind the fact that you can act like you don't know. There's nothing like acting like you don't know someone has feelings for you when you know they do and watching them run, jump through hoops. I think some women get turned on or not turned on, but get excited by it. And I feel like Elliot's one of those people who's like, I know he likes me, but there's something really cool about torturing this boy. Joelle?
0: (laughs) I'll let Tara go first. She's a (laughs) guest.
6: I think that's really true because for a girl to do that, usually you hurt her somewhere along the line, you know? (laughs) And so she's like, you know, it's, it's, it's game time. So she's now going to go to you and she's going to make you suffer because you made her suffer. So now she gets that confidence back and she moves on feeling great and, and she leaves you back in the dirt and she's like, Oh, I could do this again. And again, it's not that bad. You know, and and another thing is they always say, like, you know, the only way to move on from a person is to find another person first. And I think that's what Elliot did in this case.
2: Yeah, you're right. She did. Joelle, what are your thoughts on this?
0: I think Tara's ended up really well. Uh, Everybody, you know, at some point in their life has had the position of a power play. And who doesn't love a power play? But I don't know if that's what Elliot's do. I feel like Elliot's character is really oblivious. Like I don't know if she's actually a uh. her. Oh come
2: on. During that yeah. montage. Sorry, Joelle, Joelle during on. that during the montage, she <laughs> she licks chocolate off my lips, and I then take my fingers and touch where she licked and kiss my fingers. <laughs>
0: you can't do that. You can and her boobs were all in your face at one point. Which I was oh, like, yeah. that stretch seems very obvious.
2: Oh Maybe. my god! What about when she's spanking me? I've got dirt. I get dirt on my butt, and she's, yeah, she trying, she's trying to get the dirt off, and then it cuts to my face, and it looks god. like I'm like about to have an orgasm.
3: And then, and then, and then to end the montage. By the way, it's Todd humping the mattress above yeah. you, and yeah. you cuddling Todd, and, you, and you grabbing and you grabbing Elliot in fear, holding her in fear, like oh god. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no but also I think JD's like I've got the love of my life in my arms and she's sleeping. Todd you're you're having a bad dream. You're going to wake her up. Stop fucking, you know, wake up so you don't wake Elliot up. And he's like no, I'm awake. I'm just fucking this mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so oh funny. my god. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, Only at tacovas.com
4: Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out. Where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers
1: are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you
0: what are you waiting for? Let's go.
1: Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu.
6: Seriously. Every. I'm your person.
1: Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th.
3: Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers
2: 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids.
3: So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes.
2: And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new
3: Helix mattress. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences.
2: Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered
3: in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to slash real friends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. <laughs> Alright, we have a caller, right?
2: We have a guest. Uh, uh, Tara, every week we uh, we have somebody come on and ask a question, and uh, and it's always interesting. And then we do a segment called Fix Their Life, where we fix their life. So let's see how this goes. Joelle, who do we have today?
0: Alright, let's let him in. This uh, is sort of a gift for Donald.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh,
0: Gentlemen, <laughs> give it up for oh. Yusef! <laughs>
2: Hi, Yusef. How are you? Welcome to the program. I'm great. Thank you so much, Zach. Donald, thank you for that intro. And this is uh, the Tara Reed here as our guest on the show. Hello. Hi,
6: Zach. How are you? And
2: that's uh, Joelle and Daniel. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Now, no, Joelle implied that you're somehow a special guest for Donald, which really titillated me. I want to know why. <laughs> what, 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 what don't I know?
0: Do you want to tell them what you do?
7: Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, a, a A few weeks ago, uh, I think one of you insinuated that someone from Ubisoft listens to the podcast. uh, Yes. And uh, yeah, that is true. That is me. I work for Ubisoft. Um, (laughs) Um,
2: Donald's going to just ask you um, video game questions now. What's your favorite? No, 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 no. no,
3: no. Okay, so you work for Ubisoft. Go on. (laughs) What do you do
2: for Ubisoft, Youssef? Uh, so I'm a
7: um, a news writer and on camera host for Ubisoft. Um, nice, So okay. cool. I, I, you know, I stream on Twitch. Um, I, you know, I host our sort of big industry showcase, um, you know, multiple times a year. Uh, nice. So yeah.
3: Donald, do got... you have a
2: favorite Ubisoft game?
3: I, I, I'm sure I do. What games does Ubisoft make? <laughs>
7: uh, Ubisoft makes Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry. Um, I do
3: like Far Cry. Any any Tom
7: Clancy game that
3: uh, you've played? No, i's, I've I've played the Far Cry uh a couple of times. Uh there's yeah. a few of those Far Cries, aren't there? Isn't there, there are. Far, Isn't <laughs> there is was there a Far Cry where it's like you're medieval? Like not medieval where it's like it takes place in
7: So the, there was a prehistoric Far Cry. Yes, uh, that was yeah. my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Far Cry Primal.
3: Yeah. Primal, yes. <laughs> I had great. that one.
7: Yeah, and uh, yeah, Far Cry Six is coming out, and John Carlo Esposito's in that one. Does he Did play?
3: You? Does he play Darth Gideon? He,
2: not to my knowledge. No, Steph. Uh, okay. I'm going to cut to the question Donald really wants to ask you. Do you guys make any Star Wars related games?
7: Uh, unfortunately, we, we don't. That is a, a partnership with EA, so EA makes. Oh, okay. Uh, all well, the Star
2: if, Wars games. okay. Well, if if and when you ever get that contract, let Donald know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because it's Listen. the only thing Donald really cares about in life is his kids, his wife, and Star Wars.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it out there. You don't have to do that. But if you ever want me to come down and check out what y'all do over at Ubisoft, <laughs> I'll come down. I'll yeah. hang out. I might bring the, the microphone. We might do little fake doctors, real friends in the headquarters of Ubisoft, as long as I get me some uh, games. You know well, absolutely,
2: yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Send him the mother load anyway. Send him the mother load anyway. You don't have to send Where
3: me to the, it. don't send me the mother load. Send yes. me everything.
2: Okay. I send the mother load and everything the same thing? No. Uh, Everyone! So wait, can I ask a question about Twitch for, for myself and for all the people listening who, who still fucking don't know what Twitch is? People play video games and they make commentary, and then they somehow make money off of this. Can you explain it to me?
7: Yeah, I mean, so it's it's not too dissimilar from the way I tend to describe it to people is that um, it is if YouTube was live all of the time and primarily focused on games. There are tons of other things on Twitch that are not game related. People have talk shows on there. People, you know, just hang out. People carve, you know, wood and things like that on there. But uh, at the same time, it is. Uh, focus almost entirely on live content,
2: and how do they make money? People tip them like like
7: like a cam girl Yeah. yeah. so yeah, <laughs> you can get tips. Um, people can subscribe to your channel and if if they subscribe that's that 's like a five dollar a month uh, like subscription that they're signing up for, and they mm-hmm. can view your channel ad free They can support you that way um, and then you, you can always tip the person you're watching if you like them or uh, you know, you want to support them more
3: time out what? Zach, what do you know about cam girls? <laughs> you, I, just I, over, you, you just glossed no. over that really fast like you weren't No, I like, don't I can honestly say I
2: don't watch girls, but I know what it is. I know it's a thing. And I and I know that you like you like the way I, that these women make money, women and men is that, the, saying, that people throw money at them like
3: like by going on the interwebs and hitting I buttons. have I have an idea. Go ahead. And you tell me if you're all right with this. What? You and I should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to
2: have to show our peeps. <laughs> And I don't want my peep next to your peep. It's gonna look even smaller.
3: We, we could just show crack. Oh
0: my god. Oh, do you
2: think we can make money on OnlyFans
3: if we show coin slot, Joel? Could we make I think we could play I think we I think we could play I think we could play Balls or Shaft on OnlyFans. <laughs> because you know what's her name? What's the name
2: of that girl that got we were talking about her she got in trouble for doing OnlyFans? Bella Thorne, because, Bella Thorne she got in trouble. She said we could do OnlyFans and didn't show anything negative. Joelle, how much can Donald and I make if we show crack?
3: Lord,
0: i don't know well, i mean you what about, just play what about
3: what about just ball what about just ball one ball one ball one each ball. <laughs> joelle can
2: you google how much we can make for one ball
7: no. <laughs> you could just play you know toe or thumb that's you know that's yeah there you go we really into that
2: wholesome um <laughs> uh, daniel yeah, you, you, daniel, you me, stream on twitch right i do yeah and do you make money doing it I make a little bit of money. I stream once a week. I'm not a full-time streamer. Um, right. But, you know, yeah. I, I get probably like 20, 30 people in the chat and make, you know, 10, 15 bucks. I know Sasha Gray does it. She does. She's uh, a very good streamer. And what game? Does she, do you always play the same game? You can play whatever. I mean, she she does variety streams. She also cooks on stream. Yeah, she a I've lot seen of that. Stuff. Yeah, I've seen that.
7: And then,
3: Yusef, you just do only Ubisoft.
7: Yeah, just Ubisoft games. So, you know, we, we streamed uh we streamed, like, for honor today, mm-hmm. watch. There's a new Watchdogs coming out uh,
2: next mm-hmm. week, so
7: we'll be. Streaming. Watch Dogs oh, Watchdogs yeah.
3: Legion! Yeah, stoked for that.
2: <laughs> All right, Yusef, um, you're a great guest so far. Do you have any Scrubs-related questions? I
7: do. Um, I do. So the, the the first question I have actually is um is is related to uh, for me Scrubs is a show that that I think kind of makes me want to be a better person i used to in high school i was a part of this there was a facebook group i was in the called i get all my life lessons from the last two minutes of scrubs episodes <laughs> um, and i think there are certain there are certain shows and movies out there uh that i think should almost be required viewing for people because they they you know encourage kindness they encourage uh compassion and um scrubs is obviously one of those for me and actually Uh, Two of your other projects, Zach and Donald, are also way up there for me in Remember the Titans and Ted Lasso. And I was wondering, you know, what are your movies, TV shows, whatever that you think should be required viewing and and make make you want to be a better person?
3: Wow. You know, that's a great question. This is how I became this is how I became an actor. You know what I mean? It was watching movies that moved me to want to do what I do now. You know what I mean? Uh, so when I was younger, the princess bride was one of those movies that I was like, if I can ever get on a level of comedy that these guys are doing right now, I, you know, so I watched that a lot. I watched a lot of Rushmore. I watched, you know, uh, the, you know, movies where the comedy was subtle and not necessarily. I remember one night Zach and I went out for the Zach and I went out on our first like hangout thing. It was me, Zach, Sarah and my manager at the time. And we're sitting at the table and Zach says, or maybe I said, well, we, well what's your top five movies? And everybody said some like really dope shit, like Zach said Citizen Kane and like shit that I'd never heard. I hope
2: of. I didn't say Citizen Kane. That's so pretentious. But if I did, <laughs> I was young. Yeah,
3: you were young, and you were freaking. You know, you were. <laughs> a film, uh, I was a like film fine. student. You were a film uh, student, and I. I, I know,
2: but i uh, what a douchebag. Like everyone's in their top five. Well, Citizen Kane, obviously. Like I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I and I remember naming my top five, and everybody kind of looking at me like I was crazy. But these are the movies that make me that made me. Not necessarily have a positive attitude about life, but made me want to be an actor so like you know Goodfellas and you know Rushmore, the Empire Strikes Back, the prince's Bride you know movies like that for some reason uh fueled me into this I can't really I mean I guess La but he's La saying Leg- he's
2: speaking he's speaking a little bit I mean, not to correct me if I'm wrong, you said but like a movie or a TV show that made you like aspire to be a better person.
3: Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, well, that's all of them. Do the right thing. Freaking. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, oh, what boys, movie to, you boys know what in we, the hood juice, you know, like all of the all of the movies that were geared toward black youth and uh black people. When I was a kid, that was what I was checking for. And in the 90s and in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s, every movie that was a black movie had a message in it. And so for sure, after I walked out of freaking. Boys in the hood. I was like, I know what I'm not doing in life. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Good. That's great filmmaking. It made such a, a difference for you. But the, if the a movie popped into my, you know, I, I probably could sit, Yusuf, if I thought about it and, and, uh, and ruminate on a lot, but one just popped into my head the second you finished your sentence and it was American Beauty.
3: Mm. Oh, wow. wow. That was
2: a movie that really moved me at a time when I needed it. And it kind of made me just really think about who, what kind of person I wanted to be. And, uh, I don't know. It's always been a touchstone for me. It's a film that I, I really, really uh, cherish a lot. How about you, Tara? Is there a movie that you saw that you were like, oh, that makes me want to be a better person or a TV show?
6: Um, I think it's going to sound so cliche, but I guess there's two. There's one called A Place in the Sun. It's a really old movie. Mm-hmm. And um, it's with Mont- Montgomery Cliff and Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. And when you see them in it, you see, like, a murder to scandal to love to how far people will go from that and how you correct it on the way because it goes you could go from love to absolute craziness. You know, love is either one strong thing or it's another. And I think it taught me a lesson like like you know just like we had in the T V show, like you can't be crazy. You can't be like a stalker. You gotta be smooth. You gotta be better. You gotta be more secure. And I think you know, and to be a kinder person to so certain things because it's a domino effect. If you hurt someone and you're in a bad mood and you go home and you have a friend there or your wife there or whatever, your roommate there, and you're now snapping at them, and they don't know why, and then they snap at someone else. And that kind of movie made me learn that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And, I, and Yusuf, I'm so happy that, I, that uh, we are associated with something that, that made you, uh, that, that affected you like that. And I wish I could take more credit for Ted Lasso. By the way, a funny Ted Lasso story. I only directed episode two of Ted Lasso, but I'm getting all these compliments for it, which I happily take. And um, I'm on Twitter, and James Gunn says, hey, Zach Braff, loved your episode of Ted Lasso. And I'm like, oh, shit, thanks, man. This means, That means so much to me coming from you. All of a sudden, and I'm getting all these likes, and everyone's being like, oh, Zach, you must feel... All of a sudden, Bill Lawrence comes in, hijacks it, being like, what about me? It's my show. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, are you really fucking in here hijacking my James Gunn compliment right now, motherfucker? No. That's
6: so funny.
2: Um, but uh, yeah, I'm happy for Bill. Uh, Ted Lasso is just a massive hit. Everybody loves it. And I'm hopefully going to direct uh, more in the second season. But uh, but that's great. All right, you said step- I just say,
3: wait, before yeah. you go, before we move on, Zach, I just wanted to piggyback on what you said. American Beauty, yes, that was one of those movies for me as well I, that... Definitely, uh, when I finished that shit, that shit had a lot of power behind it for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it did, but I just remember being, We walk, I went to see it with a bunch of friends who I was making Remember the Titans when that movie came out as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, were you in that? Yeah, I was. <laughs> and um, I, we were making that movie and I believe it was me, Brian, uh, Wood, and Ethan. We all went to see that together. And I remember walking out of the movie and everybody being like, this is one of the dopest movies I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah yeah american beauty is one of those movies that i can't explain to you why i like that movie so much i, I think just it just like really it.
2: made it made me just think it's one of those films for me that makes you just zoom out and it's not just like oh cool movie what, what should we get for dinner it's like you really start thinking about your own life and your own place in the world and there's so right. many little things in it that i remember um uh, when uh they're getting into a fight and he's about to uh spill beer on the couch and she's like, careful, careful, your beer. And he's like, it's a fucking couch. Right. (laughs) And I think of that, I think of that little moment so many times in my life where I'm where I'm sweating something so insignificant. And I and I and I'm all anxious about something that in the macro is so fucking ludicrous. And I always think of Spacey yelling, It's a fucking couch. Right. Right. Anyway. And of course, and of course the the plastic, the plastic bag thing was just the
3: plastic bag, right? Beautiful. Go ahead, Tara.
6: I think one of uh, another movie for me was, and it's a classic for everyone, was uh, Shawshank Redemption.
3: Yeah. I mean,
6: that really showed you so many characters that struggled from the beginning and became so strong, you know, at the end and just so clever. And, I, I you know, that movie really touched me, especially at the end when he finally gets through and on the beach. And, you the know, power it's, of
2: friendship, too. It's yeah, really, the that's power really... of friendship. It's yeah, a, uh, yeah, a very. Movie. And when he
6: played the music, when he played the music, when he locked in the, uh, you know, in yeah. the office, and all the people, like it was like the most, it was like angels coming out of the sky. I'll yeah. never forget that.
2: That's one of those rare films that everybody loves uh, universally. All right, Youssef, you know, you know, because you're here and you're a listener. We have a very mm-hmm. America's favorite segment everywhere, not just America. From Stad <laughs> to Djibouti, people love <laughs> Djibouti. Uh, this segment called Fix, Fix Your, Your Life. Life. <laughs> You have the benefit of having Tara Reid here. She's going to give you great advice. Yusuf, how can we fix your life today?
7: Yes. So my brother and I don't get along very well at all. Uh, we are alike in every way we can't control. And then we are dislike in every way we we can choose um, to be. And um, to the point where we haven't spoken since about May. Um, and he... Uh, In many ways, I sort of just kind of decided to step away from a toxic situation with him um, because it's just been better for for me and my mental health if I disassociate um, when he constantly sort of antagonizes me. And lately, he'll um, sort of go to my parents and sort of try and play the victim, even though he tends to be the instigator in these situations. And I find it very difficult at times to be the bigger person. Um, and to to try to uh forgive him. And I was wondering if you had any advice on, you know, how to take the high ground.
3: You're just gonna have to take that high ground, dude. That's just how it is, man. There's no that shit's gonna hurt no matter what. You know, it's a sacrifice. Taking the high ground isn't necessarily one of those things where it's like, I'm gonna feel good about this. I'm gonna take the high ground. Taking the high ground also is one of those things where it's like this I don't want to take the high ground, but because I don't want to be in this and I don't want this to go any further than it is. I'll take the high ground. It's one of those things where you're gonna have to bury your freaking pride. That's that's at the end of the day. That's well, where it well. Becomes.
2: Let me just ask you a question first. Yusuf, have you guys ever really just had a heart to heart where you weren't screaming at each other? Have you ever just kind of had like a let's have a really super honest conversation? Um, not
7: n- nothing in depth. Nothing super in depth. We, I mean, even even on the best circumstances, we. You know, in a pre-COVID era, we only see each other maybe a few times a year, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, it's usually you know around my mom, and it's you know she just wants to not rock the boat and keep calm and you know be a
3: happy. Oh, it's family. like that. It's big like that. I thought it was just like just you two are tipping. It's it's affecting your whole family.
2: I'm yeah. I I, I my advice um, is that it really can help if you if you say like, Hey, you, you mean so much to me. I love you. We obviously have some problems, but can we just have a super honest conversation with each other and just have it all out? And that's the the trick with you is you got to not blame the person. The second you start blaming someone, they, they shut off and they get defensive. We all do that. So you have, you have to come at it from a, from a point, from a, from a perspective of I'm not blaming you for anything. I'm just telling you how I'm, how I'm feeling and, and how this is kind of landing with me. And I but really, I love you. Exact, I want to it's make not, this
6: better. It, it's not that easy. I mean, I recently lost both my parents. And, you know, they were kind of the rocks, you know, to, to us four kids. And when, you know, that rock goes away, it's, it's for brothers and sisters, the closeness that, that kept you together does part, you know. And then there's times where they do do something to you. And you say, you know what, I don't need them in my life. You know, they're only being toxic, you know, and and it's not taking the high ground sometimes. It's the opposite. It's taking no ground and and, and just letting time does heal things. But I think by by mentally always letting it bother you, it's eating you up inside. So instead of taking a high ground, or instead of taking a low ground, it's taking time for yourself to heal and be when you're ready. To go. And if you're not ready and you just, dis- and you try and it goes south again, then you know, that just tells you something. I know a family is family and you want to never get them out of your life. But sometimes, you know, you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. And
2: I'm just saying, just tell, I'm just saying, I'm just saying when you do try, when you do make a big attempt, I think that, um, if you, if you can really control any blaming and just say, Look, I'm I'm just I'm not blaming any of this on you, but I, I want to I, I want you to know that I aspire. I love you. I aspire to have a, a a better connection with you. I wanna find a way for us to communicate better. Here's some of the things I'm feeling, and just like be super super vulnerable. It's gonna require you to be super vulnerable. That's what I'm trying up. to
3: but that's taking the high ground right there. That's him being like, All right, look, I'm gonna put myself on the chopping block and I'm gonna make myself so vulnerable that my nerves are gonna show and you're gonna be able to poke my nerves. But I'm doing this because I love you so much and I want us to fix this relationship. Now, when your nerves are poked, the thing you have to do is not freaking let that affect you and that's hard to do. Like yeah. I said, that's really, really, really hard to do. I don't, I I, I do not envy you, man. I, But I, there's I, power in I'm being gone. vulnerable. No doubt. But I've been, I, me and my brothers have had fights that have lasted a year, you know, where my brother and I didn't talk for a year and I can never get that back. You know what I mean? And he can never get that back. And thank God neither one of us perished during that year. You know what I mean? Because then I would feel like shit. And so you got to think of it also as that, you know what I mean? Tomorrow, nothing's promised. Nothing is promised. Tomorrow's not promised. You know what I mean? So it, I, in my personal Belief, I think you and your brother, like Zach said, do need to sit down, have this conversation, and yeah, taking the high road is the way to go. Because it sounds like it sounds like you're yeah. not the instigator; he's the one that's instigating all of this stuff.
2: Well, but he might have his own story, you know, Youssef. Whatever is whatever you believe to be true, he's probably got something. He's obviously got something else going in his head, and the idea, the goal, is to kind of get on the same page and. And my advice is just to make sure when you do have this conversation that you need to have, that you're not accusatory, uh, accusatory, (laughs) accusatory. There's no extra C in there, Zach. I like accusatory.
3: I like accusatory.
2: Accusatory. (laughs) Accusatory. That'd be a good t-shirt along with deserving. Um, Deservant, accusatory. um, But we, but, but dude, the first thing is the most important thing is you got to communicate. If you're just off in your corners, pouting and hating each other, nothing's ever going to happen. So Yusef, you're welcome. Yousef, <laughs> Yousef, I think if you follow all that advice and you're going to listen to this back, you're welcome. It's going to work. Thank
7: you. Thank you. No, I, I really do appreciate that in, in all honesty. And and I know Fix Your Life is usually the end, and I but I would be just so remiss, Donald, if I didn't say that um, I absolutely adore Remember the Titans, um, and you have my absolute favorite line in the entire film. Which is? Um, so it's the scene uh, right when, you know, the, y'all are on a winning streak. Y'all feeling good. Uh, and you're, you're going out for a night on the town. And Sunshine wants to take uh, you and Blue into a restaurant. And you tell him, no, this is Virginia. You know, yeah, like, no. they're not really going to want us here. And he tries anyway. And then you get turned away at the door. Um, and it's it's this you know moment that kind of creates a schism again between the black players and the white players. But you have a line there where you get really upset. And, you know, Blue says, relax, man. He didn't know. And you said, "What do you mean he didn't know?" I told him he don't want to know, right. and like that to me is just so emblematic of so much of the inequality and, and apathy and insensitivity that is still so pervasive to this day of how many people just don't want to know.
3: Um, that's, that's absolutely right. That that's that that's the truth. There are a lot of people out there that don't want to know, and they know they know I, they've been told over and over and over again what the deal is. And you're right about that. There's a group, not even a small group, there's a really big population in America. I'll just talk about America. In America, that knows what's going on and knows what the experienced brown people and other minorities are having in this country. And they see it and they act like they don't see it. And they play aloof or they play freaking stupid. And that's bullshit. And you're absolutely right sunshine knew i told him you know uh pd told him but he didn't want to he didn't want to hear that shit he wanted to hear what he wanted to hear you're absolutely right about that man that's yes. a strong that yes. is a powerful line brother
2: yeah all right yousef. brother Youssef. brother <laughs> Youssef, thank you for coming on the show we really appreciate it and please send donald <laughs> the mother load of games oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> thank you so much for having me i really my appreciate pleasure this. man thank, thank you me so me. much good luck with your Bye, brother yousef. good luck mm-hmm. good luck with that call him today. call him today i will i will Thank you all so much. Yousef, I really appreciate uh, it. Yousef, we want to follow-up, so let Joel know what happens uh, after you talk to your brother. Bye, you I will, absolutely. Thank all you. Right. All right, bye, man. Take care, Yusef. Later, bro. Bye,
6: Yusef.
3: Right. It, would, it would suck that Yusef's follow-up is like, so I killed him. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness gracious.
2: I, li- I, I, mis- I
3: misunderstood your
2: advice, and I strangled him. To t- <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Friends at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, only at tacovas.com
4: Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply.
1: If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you.
0: What are you waiting for? Let's go.
1: Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu.
0: Seriously.
1: Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March
3: 15th. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet.
2: The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers,
3: and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your
2: personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress.
3: Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences.
2: Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free.
3: Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to slash real friends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. First of all, John C. McGinley's Dr. Phil impression is pretty good.
2: Yeah, that was funny. I guess it might have been the height of Dr. Phil. Um, now, Turk, Turk is obsessed remember, with cheese. Oh, why, yeah. I love About, the only word you know is queso. You're like, did somebody say cheese?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if somebody's going out to get some cheese, let a brother know.
2: <laughs> and, then they yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. and then they cut to you later, and you're eating a fucking solid brick of cheese. I'm eating
3: some government cheese. Not only did they go to the store, they went to the truck and got the government cheese. Somebody got online, got the government cheese, and handed it to Turk. And now Turk's walking around with government cheese, chewing on it like it's freaking <laughs> like it's a snack.
2: <laughs> it was so gross. Like, who would ever eat cheese like that? Turk. <laughs> <laughs> Turk um, I like when you go, "K my ass, K yeah, my ass, K my ass." <laughs>
0: yeah, "K, my ass. He K my ass." Yeah. How
2: does Carlin not know that her fucking brothers fluent in English? I mean, come on. They don't hang out much. <laughs> he hides it from her.
3: He does. I guess I mean they always speak Spanish to each other. Is this
2: the first time we hear the phrase "in opposite
3: world"? Because I say that. And yo, dude, I've left that. I've, I've taken I love that it, me me for the too. rest of my for the rest of my life. I'm gonna use that word. I've we used, always
2: say "in opposite yeah, world."
3: I've used it since since I I remember I remember watching the show and you saying that and being like, "Yo, that is my new shit." <laughs> in opposite world is gonna be my new shit. We we use it with each other. And yeah. This is
2: this. Is, I don't know where. I mean, obviously, some this writer is, put it in, but this is where we first started. This using is where it. we first started using it. Yep. Yeah. Nana Hobbs um, is
3: a bit racist. What?
2: Yeah, that was funny. Tara, I like when I go. I'm gonna miss you. And no, no, sorry, you go. I'm gonna miss you. I go, I go, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna miss you too. And you go, dude. We just met. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 that was funny. Danny's a bit so weird. Danny's so weird. I mean, part of Danny's shtick is that she always starts conversations in the middle of a conversation. In the middle of
3: a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but
6: also, I like when Danny says, you know, she's talking and, and we're in the elevator and she's like, you know, this it gets you know fall right now and the stream and you're like looking at her like what she's like oh sorry i mean i just have an inner monologue in my head and you're like uh oh, weirdo but yet that's your character yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly It must have come from somebody in the writer's room being knowing someone that just always started conversations right in the middle of a conversation because and i think it's a funny thing for danny she's always like like three sentences into a conversation and jd's like what
3: yeah. Have you ever said to somebody, you know what I was thinking about? And they actually answered what you were thinking about, but they don't answer it correctly. Yeah. It's one of the funniest things ever. Like, so usually when you say to somebody, you know what I was thinking about, you're saying it. So they'll be like, what, what were you thinking about? And then you can go into what you were thinking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched my wife some t- one time go up to this young lady and she goes, Oh my God, you know what I was just thinking about? And the girl goes, Rihanna dancing on the stage in last year's <laughs> and Casey's like what? No. No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> and I just thought that was a funny. That's I-
2: funny though. We should all have one of those locked and loaded for when someone says that to
3: us. So, you know what I was thinking about? Right. And you just go into some... Rihanna dress. when she got thick? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah anyway um,
2: how about the fact that we learned that um Kelso's genitals were shaved when he passed out at the christmas party yeah I, and
3: and that Cox is the one that shaved them,
2: yeah, Kelso got <laughs> so hammered and passed out at the Christmas party, and Cox shaved his genitals more that's than a, once too. That's something this, I didn't remember from
3: scrubs <laughs> yeah, more than once too this is like this is like a recurring tradition that happens <laughs> so
2: funny. <laughs> Um, and then I liked. I laughed, too, when Sarah says she has to perform a thong extraction on herself.
3: Right. <laughs> <You> go, <good laughs> that.
2: How fucking funny is that punch in the face to you, dude? When 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 Marco hits you in the face, I laughed out loud. I laughed at that, too. When <laughs> you, go, I, you go, I told you. Bam! bam! That I is the back. hardest hit. Yeah. By, Scrub, by the way, Scrubs Wiki says that it, you have the black eye on the wrong eye. I do?
3: Yeah, that's I, what Scrubs you? Wiki says. We had a couple of racist jokes in this. Is it racist to say that Nana when, Hobbs is a racist? And that no, she, that's not right. He's saying she she's thought racist. That she, she thought that I was robbing the house? Well, she's she, racist. Right. <laughs>
0: the joke is not racist. She was racist. Right, right, she's
2: racist. By the way, it's not racist, to or correct me if I'm wrong. You, you guys will tell me when I say, so black people can
3: get black eyes too. Who knew? Well, I mean, come on, man. You've seen all types of boxing matches. And a lot of boxers are black. If you're trying to tell me if this is is where the bullshit comes in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Muhammad Ali, I seen him get fucked up. I seen Leon Spinks get fucked up. I seen a bunch of black people get fucked up fighting back in the day before Scrubs. Out of nowhere, JD is like, (laughs) (laughs) wait a second. Black people get black eyes? (laughs)
2: I mean, I thought it was funny, but if you're telling me it's fucked up, I, I believe you. I'm no, sorry. I don't
3: I don't think it's fucked up. I just think I just think that J D is trying to be a bit of you know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah, he's Fuck. a doctor. I'm sure he's seen a black person with a black eye. He's trying to be he's funny with fucking... his black best friend.
3: Exactly. Exactly. But it doesn't work if J D is, you know, genuinely asking that question. Then it becomes a racist joke.
2: Right. I think that as a doctor, he's probably seen a black person with a black eye. But uh, exactly. just so you know, the trivia, that Scrubs Wiki said that uh, your black eye's on the wrong eye.
3: Well, you know, we can't all be perfect.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't all be perfect, makeup department. Um, there's Yeah, there's a bunch of continuity errors in this one. Um,
3: who directed right. this episode?
2: Uh, this was Gail Mancuso. Gail Mancuso. Who I think has since won... Uh, an Emmy for uh, Modern Family, I believe.
0: Oh, double checking.
2: I believe. Uh, Joelle will double check. Gail Mancuso was one of our our great directors, and she went on after Scrubs to become one of the top uh, TV directors in, in Hollywood. A lot of a lot of Modern Families. I remember that. You guys, I had forgotten the reveal that Danny is Jordan's sister. Me too. Wait. Oh, yeah, what? At the
6: end. That's the best. What? <laughs> when you're like, I finally found a girl with no issues. You know, and you're like, bam, they walk out. And you're like, oh
3: no. (laughs) Yeah, oh no, my nemesis, yeah. This is the beginning of uh, a lot of craziness. Like at some point, don't you have a toilet paper throne, Tara? in this uh, on scrubs at some point later on as we go on like don't we doesn't it get like just ridiculous with I think, oh I remember
2: there's a fantasy coming up uh, Tara mentioned to me when we were texting back and forth about when she's dressed as a cigarette do you remember yeah, that yeah I was just
6: gonna say that <laughs> I remember I was so embarrassed like Tara you're gonna dress as a cigarette right now I'm like you and I remember wearing the outfit going like oh my god <laughs> I love that
2: we have we have like only Bill Lawrence would bring on this beautiful woman that everyone's like lusting after and be like hey um we're gonna dress you up as a cigarette
6: <laughs> and then when she's in the bed when she's in the bed with you, just
2: smoking, smoking, smoking. Oh, my smoking. God, Tara, yeah. I just remembered this story. Do you remember this? I had to do a naked dance in front of you. And when you're on set as a guy and you're supposed to be naked, there's only a certain amount of stuff you can do. So I put my junk in a sock yeah. and, I, and I tucked it all in as best as I could. And then I had to do the dance. And I'm dancing around. The sock held on as long as it could. But eventually it just gave up. And I was like, sorry, Tara. Sorry.
6: No, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. We had so many. Uh, I was like, so, fun I remember scenes. being like,
2: "Sorry, Tara, but it's but just it's like Seinfeld. Just so you know, it's very cold in here, Tara. <laughs> air conditioning." Um, Joel oh, just wait, told me that. Um, what? Hold on, let me read Joel's note. Go ahead. Um, Gualman Cuso did win the Emmy for directing the episode "Arrested" on Modern Family, and then in 2014 she won the Emmy again for directing the episode "Las Vegas." So she's got two Emmys for directing Modern Family. Guys, I think we did it. Tari, you're going to have to come back on because you're such a great guest and you've been in so many other episodes. Will you, will you will you join us? Was this I hope this wasn't too painful for you.
6: No, it was so much fun. I had the best time. I'd love to come back
2: on. All right, good. Yeah. It's fun because once a week we just all get together and shoot the shit and and we have these amazing listeners that uh, that join us and we all just sit around and giggle about nonsense.
3: It's a great show yeah we're really happy that you came on man you have so many other stories that we would yes we want to hear more stories into. we
2: definitely at least want to have you back um for either the episode where i accidentally showed you my junk in a, in a very cold room tara or uh or when you're dressed as a cigarette but um <laughs> yeah. uh, but thank you you're a great guest and thank you everybody for listening uh what do we want to say donald uh, check out the merch we have great merch now
3: we've got great merch now you guys ask for it and we delivered we've got yep. more christmas ornaments coming your we way We sold
2: out of the ornaments God we joelle we didn't order enough ornaments
6: i want some free merch guys yeah. I want
2: joelle, some free merch. joelle please
3: send tara all the merch <laughs> okay send her a mug send her a mug we need no to i the, want a sweatshirt yeah oh, okay we, we got it we'll we, we got that we got that for you we got that for you
6: uh, i'll take the mug
2: <laughs> <laughs> you go to cottonbureau.com and search for fake doctors real friends there's all sorts of fun stuff on there and uh, thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Tara Reed. Uh, we'll be back next week with more fun and laughter. Stay safe. We love you. Make sure you vote for the love of Yahweh, for the love of God, for whatever deity you believe in.
3: If you believe in Jehovah, vote.
2: <laughs> Whomever your favorite God is, please vote in their honor. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight a bunch of and nurses and a who a story should know. so gather and mm-hmm. this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. it's a simple truth no matter who you are mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them
3: V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west.